1: Feral Audio From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. I have these same mic stands. You have these same mic stands. I just hit record, now you're talking about my <coughs> mic stands.
0: Yeah, well, you know.
1: Hey, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. That's an interesting beginning, right? Very, <laughs> Very much like, hey... We'll just turn the mic on when we turn... Like a conversation in progress.
0: Yeah, it shows how real this is. This is, is one of, this is the real deal.
1: This isn't like those other podcasts that are staged and... Elaborate, so fully this scripted. Scripted. This is a loose one. Man. Yeah. You this won't is hear loose... any page turns. <laughs> this, is, this is... Anything goes. There's... As you can see, anything goes. I'm sitting here with David Angelo, comedian, writer. Welcome. Thank you. I'm here with Todd Barry. Do you, um I used to live in New York, now you live in L.A. Why are you back in New York? Oh, God. Well, let me give you the
0: long story since oh. we have an hour to yeah. fill.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I was in, uh I went to Bonnaroo. Oh. So I came here straight from Bonnaroo. What's your deal? Well, how did you enjoy Bonnaroo? It was awesome. It really was. Like, that's not normally my scene. Yeah. But it was cool. I did a lot of drugs. Did you really? Mostly aspirin. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm getting a little old. I'm getting a little old. I mean, other people, it was like, they're drunk, trying to buy mushrooms. You know, I'm walking through the tents looking for someone to sell me Dr. Schultz.
1: Oh, my God. It's got,
0: you're doing jokes. Yeah, I figured I'd just open strong since Did I have no reputation. This
1: isn't like a morning zoo thing you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to m- muscle in your act. Uh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Did you, um, so that's cool that you got booked at Bonnaroo.
0: I didn't get booked
1: at Oh, Bonner. you didn't get booked No, at- I was hanging out. Really? Yeah. So how did you? End? You just said I'm going to fly to Bonnaroo.
0: Well, it was weird. I was going to hang out with my friend in Memphis on the way to New York, and then we heard T.J. Miller, who's a mutual friend of the two of us, yeah. was at Bonnaroo. So we we're like, "Oh, let's go to Bonnaroo instead. We'll VIP it, you know." And then he isn't even there. He like had to cancel to go do uh, some reshoot or something.
1: Wow. And
0: so then it was to the two of us, but we made the most of it. Where did you stay? You didn't camp. No, embassy suites did you no. <laughs> I that's the way I did you, you really that say embassy? yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah that's the way to do it so you didn't did you watch any of the comedy uh i saw hannibal one night didn't he do something crazy like some did he do the jam at the end or something
0: did, he does a rap thing
1: i've never seen him rap it's just yeah 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 i remember the low-key hannibal something's happened to him i know he's really i have to stuck check him out lately no he's really funny though yeah
0: it was good. It was a good show. I mean, we saw. I saw some bands. A lot of people I didn't know. I didn't. I don't know a lot of bands.
1: Who would you say that you liked? Who you liked?
0: I like Bobby Womack was there. Do you know? Bobby oh, he's been Womack. around forever. Yeah, I
1: know. He was fun. He actually
0: put on a good show. But it was like five p.m. Guy doesn't get the respect. You know, legend. I know. guy has been like
1: doing it for 40, 50 years. <laughs> yeah. like, it will give you the nice five p.m. slot <laughs> in front of. 18 skateboarders will be there <laughs> actually they, sweating they're yeah. gonna be checking their their i mini iPads the <laughs> googling Bobby Womack <laughs> <laughs> not even bothering to Google you because they don't care because
0: they see that you're older than 26 <laughs> right it was that was the way it went Kanye was there was he really yeah I mean there were a lot of big names I was kind of surprised was
1: Elton, Elton John was there Elton John closed Did you go it see him? yeah well he's... I'm
0: I i did not see most of that show but it was he was he kind of rocked
1: it he's great I saw him years ago someone had a ticket he's he he, did, he performed for two and a half hours, and it's like a thing, you know, oh, my God, I know every song. Yeah, I, only yeah, own, yeah, yeah. I only own the Greatest Hits album. I know every song he did. Right. And he took up – he took like a bow between every other song. <laughs> yeah. He would walk to the, each end of the stage, and it, it didn't yeah. look – it looked like, wow, He. that's what you're supposed to do. Right.
0: And no encore.
1: Oh, he didn't do an encore?
0: No encore. He just walked off. Crocodile Rock went into the – straight of the helicopter and got out of there.
1: Really? No encore? No
0: encore. Did he really
1: go into a helicopter?
0: Yeah, I mean, but not, you know, we didn't see it, but that's how we got there.
1: Oh, you heard that, yet? Yeah? yeah. I guess that is the best way if you're Elton John. Elton yeah. John's not going to be stuck in traffic <laughs> yeah, behind in a bunch of fucking <laughs> hacky sackers. Right. Wow, I wonder if he he must breeze in. He's probably, like, flew home that day. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? He probably, he probably right was now. like, land at the airport, <laughs> uh, don't even get a hotel, I'm out of here, give me my million dollars. So did TJ hook you up with a... Uh,
0: he gave us some passes, but we didn't. We thought we could camp. We our plan was we were gonna have a campsite that was for laughs, and then we'd go to the Embassy Suites. So we had all this like <laughs> like a
1: decoy campsite. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we had like a tent and like all the stuff that we bought like for f- fun tent camping. Wow! But then it just stayed in the uh, Acura SUV that we uh, drove in. With. So it was
1: just you and like a college friend or something. Or? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was cool. I mean, we had a, we had fun. How many days were we there? uh friday left monday
1: how was the weather
0: i hear that it was unseasonably temperate normally it's supposed to be 110 degrees because i've
1: been there a couple of times and last time i was there there was so much lightning and i was fucking terrified they had to drive me around like you have to pick me up right you have to drop me you don't like lightning i fucking hate lightning why? But I think they haven't had me back because you know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy's of a nightmare. Yeah, it's guy's a nightmare. He, wants to, he doesn't want to be in a field when there's lightning. He wants to be. He wants to be under Yeah, but they a shelter. St- I yeah, guess the shelter tent. That's what yeah, tent. Yeah, that's going really, to tent. Is really <laughs> yeah. lightning.
0: That's. I guess that's, that's true. you never. Yeah. Why don't they account for that? That's I don't know. Crazy. Well, that's the
1: thing with outdoor festivals. They're always a crapshoot. I mean, that whole thing could have been rained out.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was a little rainy. It's uh, on Friday when we came in, so it was very muddy. I still have kind of muddy. So
1: how many you were there? How many?
0: I don't know what it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three nights.
1: So you would what? T- so you would go? to You wake up at the Embassy Suites, then you drive over there,
0: <laughs> get made to order breakfast down yeah. in the lobby.
1: I've never stayed in an Embassy Suites. They're really nice. That's weird. Like of all the hotels I stayed in, I've never once stayed in. So if you're out there listening from Embassy Suites, <laughs> you want to donate some rooms for my next tour. Yeah, send you a coupon book. Yeah, a little coupon book. Uh, They're so, good. Every room is
0: a suite.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was sort of revolutionary. When they, I remember when NBC Suites first opened up, you're like, oh, my God, it's all suites. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Did you – so you woke up – did you guys have like a plan like, all right, we're going to wake up at 8 and we're going to just really do this all day? It was crazy. No, we couldn't wake up at 8. Because we'd get back I picked that at random. I didn't think you really welcome it. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to be I'm you know, I'm, for the listeners out there who may not you're pick rolling up with it. The uh we'd get yeah, I don't know what it was. So the first day we're out, but we'd be out until like we'd take a, they had to take a shuttle bus back and forth between the embassy suites and the campgrounds. It's like forty minutes away. And that left we'd leave at like four in the morning on the shuttle bus so we didn't even get back until five or six and then we'd wake up at like well the problem was we kept trying to get this made to order breakfast
1: yeah that's (laughs) always a problem when it's cut off like 10 a.m right yeah yeah Yeah, sometimes you just gotta go you know what sleep or some raisin bran. i'm gonna choose (laughs) i I will choose sleep that was our our,
0: like mental hang-up was like we gotta go get the made to, I think it was the phrase made to order that made it, it had such that's, an allure yeah, to it. That
1: just feels like if you're not getting that, you're not getting your full money's worth.
0: Right. But it was basically just like, you know, the guy did the omelet, but you could have
1: easily. could have made your own omelet in the kitchen. I know. In the kitchen, <laughs> in, the kitchen in, the that's the in your embassy suites. You know, I need to shut my phone off. Here we go. That's off. But, uh, Wow. So did you go crazy after, th- I think, because every time I've gone to a festival, most outdoor festivals, some of them are really good, but like some of them, I feel like I'm too old for this.
0: I definitely felt uh, too old. I don't want to use these bathrooms. Never used one of those bathrooms.
1: How did you avoid that? Not to get all gross. But... <laughs>
0: well, to, if I was going to, you know, just urinate. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go into like a a tree port-a-potty. or something. Oh, you wouldn't even. No, I wouldn't. No, you
1: ain't even pee in a porta potty. No, wow, you're hardcore. Yeah, I usually print and bear it for, uh, for, uh, for a for a for a porta potty pee. Yeah, I like All right, <laughs> we know what's gonna happen. We know what this is gonna be like count to twenty and just. Uh,
0: it's not that bad, I guess, but I just have no
1: interest. I couldn't imagine doing anything else in a porta potty
0: Yeah, my yeah. God.
1: But clearly, if you've been in a porta potty other people don't have that <laughs> same issue. <laughs> no, to live that free, can you imagine? Oh, I'm my. Like, what well, must just, that be like? I feel like those, some of the people who go to Bonner are just like, they probably don't even put paper down on the seat. They're probably like, <laughs> this is great.
0: <laughs> I knew a guy, this is what he would do. This was his way to be sanitary. He'd sit down with his pants on. Rub around with his pants on. Then stand up. So he would clean it with his own pants.
1: With his... That's hilarious. Which is almost worse than Which, anything like, else. So he's really confident that he's been really sitting on like, what has he been sitting on antibacterial wipes the whole day or something? <laughs> uh, is he... Yeah, it's a Cottonella uh, Chino. <laughs> so he's not thinking about, so I would just be thinking like, oh yeah, now I have piss on my pants. I would,
0: yeah, I couldn't i do He really I, did I go, Yeah, I don't even go into the, por- I'm like, I, you, you're kind of like a germaphobe, uh, aren't it you? I can be, yeah. I have it in me. I see, certain, like, come on, it's yellow. You have a wind guard on your microphone, right? Yeah, so do you. It, yours is yellow, mine's right. orange. Yours is yellow, so you remember that that's the mic you're talking to. So well, it's this also
1: night. in the same exact spot where I always sit. And there's, are you joking? No. Okay. No, it's it'd be hard if things got. I mean, I live alone. There's right. two microphones.
0: Someone came in and jumbled it'd up. It'd be the weird if I
1: forgot. Oh wait. Oh, did I sit here last time in this two <laughs> microphone setup? No.
0: All right. No, that's the type of thing I would do to be like. This is the microphone I type. No, into.
1: I would. It's not like writing your name on the cup for the office no. the office coffee. So, right. so he would speak back to your friend though. Right, that's he cra-
0: dirty. But people do that. Some people really are like. Pu- yeah, they're just the idea of public bathrooms to me. So difficult. Although sometimes you go into one, like a, if you go into like a library where it's like a, a quiet branch somewhere, yeah. and they have like the cleaning service come in and no one's using them, those are like, oh, this, Here's is, a little this secret,
1: is better than mine. New York secret, Crate and Barrel. Oh, all right. That's really a good, good idea. Uh, I didn't and know they a, had one. Yeah, the exact, well, I should, probably shouldn't have revealed that, but uh, hotels, you know, a couple of hotels. Yeah, hotels are pretty good. Hotels are always good. Unless some hotels are getting a little wise to it, because then they're like, you need a room key or a... Uh, right. It's like, come on man that should be like a there should be like a social contract that if you own a right. hotel your lobby bathroom is for everyone. Right. If you're kind of dressed nice, you yeah. know, and you walk in. Cuz it's not like they don't, you know, people are walking in and out of hotels. Not like they're going, that guy's not a guest. <laughs> I could tell he's not a guest.
0: Well there was when I was in uh, I forget what hotel it was in in Manhattan. I was just sitting in the lobby. And this guy comes in, and he, and he he was like a classic. It was it was one of these great transactions where he walks in. He's like 60 years old or something. Kind uh, of seemed like a regular guy. He walked in. He's like, hey, is the cafe
1: open? Oh, he's in a little misdirection.
0: Yeah. And then they go. <laughs> but he, but he, it wasn't even a bathroom thing. He goes. And then the front desk person says, yeah, yeah. well, no, it's not open yet. And he goes, oh, let me. I just want to go take a look at it. You mind? And he walks back there. Like five minutes later, he comes back out. And he goes, okay, thanks a lot. And the guy stops him because he's holding under his arm a USA Today.
1: Oh my God! There was a guy who used to. Uh, I used to go to the Starbucks before I used to started going exclusively to mom and pop coffee shop, <laughs> indie coffee shop. But there was a guy that was a, like, it was almost like an OCD thing where he would walk in like he was like casing the place. Like, really, like, obviously, like, right. a guy trying too hard to not be suspicious. <laughs> and then he would either, he would steal, like, a bunch of sugars, or then, yeah. That's crazy, right. like, to steal a USA today.
0: But the, the front desk caught him. Oh, that's good. how good he's trained. Because he's, I had no, I, I wouldn't, he was so nonchalant about it, like, but he got, sort of that newspapers for guests, and then they had, like, the, you know, the awkward confrontation good. of it, and he gave it back.
1: But, yeah, I was, I was uh, Especially with the, like, yeah, I mean, if he happened to be in there and he saw one, maybe. But when it's like, oh, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do to save a dollar. Is the cafe open? Let
0: me lie to five people. So does he do that every day? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he goes around.
1: Is the cafe open? No, much like yesterday, it's not. <laughs> when you came in and asked if the cafe was open, it's uh, we need here. I think you should memorize our hours by now. That's crazy.
0: But that's a great thrill though. Like I love. I I'll, sometimes when I used to live here, I would take the commuter rail to connecticut a lot i yeah. said reverse commute and uh when you get a free newspaper you know when they throw them into those big bins i don't know if you ever go on the metro north but they have the people get off and they have their t- new york times or their oh posts. really and if you can grab it before they put it in the bin ugh, it's like that's the best
1: i do like when i go to a coffee shop on a sunday and someone has left behind the entire yeah. sunday times because it's like now I will leave this here. I won't bring it home and never read it and have it stacked up in my yeah. in my hoardy house. <laughs> and also, I don't have to buy it. And it's also it's a it was a sharing thing. And I'm not stealing it. Oh, that's
0: heaven. <laughs> I know it's those little things.
1: Oh my god. So do you? Um, are you glad you went to Bonnaroo? Yeah, you I did would it for definitely. Three days. My god.
0: I I know I would do it again too. It was so crazy. I mean, I I didn't sleep at all. And I did feel really old. Everyone was like 19 and stuff, you know. It was kind yeah, of that's definitely
1: one of those things where you're like, all right, I think I'm young. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. Uh-huh. I need to go to, like, I need to go to a Lawrence Welk you concert instead. <laughs>
1: right. You need to go to, well, with Elton John, that's weird that they had, you'd think it's so... Yeah,
0: a little generational.
1: Like, I'm sure there's, 19-year-olds don't give a shit about Elton John.
0: Yeah, it was bizarre, but they... would they...
1: probably walk around and no one would even recognize him. Like,
0: a... yeah, in full <laughs> garb. In full, like, in
1: purple suit yeah
0: i don't know but they seem to get it i mean people were people weren't singing along that much he was the only one i knew bobby womack i knew some of the words but elton was the only one i knew all the the yeah, words those guys one. had
1: like three thousand hits <laughs> yeah everyone should, well i don't like when people sing along though honestly
0: right but, but they so. did it they did it at a lot of uh i don't remember i can't remember i want to say suddenly susan that's what i keep naming this band
1: Probably wasn't suddenly. No, <laughs> I can't remember. What it, it probably was. wasn't named after the, the, the Brooke Shields sitcom of years ago. Although
0: that would be pretty cool. That um, would be like ultra I who anti-establishment. Who that, I wonder
1: who the band was. Maybe it I was can suddenly. look up. <laughs> you don't have to look it up. But people were singing along to them. Mm-hmm. It was crazy because I, I
0: mean, and they were also had they had weird lyrics. Like there was this guy, who's the guy from? Um, um odd future who went solo
1: oh tyler or something or no, is that the is other it,
0: one the one who's like the is tyler thriller. one of them yeah
1: so i'm not that dumb okay good. Yeah, yeah yeah you're
0: right <laughs> but the other one but he had he had songs and people would sing to it but the lyrics were so weird it was like that the lyrics made me feel because they'd be like um i'm gonna tag you on instagram like that was the <laughs> core and people would sing
1: like Hey,
0: we're gonna tag you on Insta Like that was the kind of thing that That's was the saying. type
1: of thing it's like, I want a song that's gonna seem dated with <laughs> in eight months from now it's gonna be like, Why were you singing about Instagram?
0: Right. Um, but they were doing that kind of thing.
1: So were you plan so why'd you come to New York after was it just like oh now I'm this close to New York, so I should come <coughs> to New York?
0: Yeah, and I'm also gonna. My my mother lives in Boston, so I was like, ah, I might as well do this if I'm halfway across the country. Man,
1: you're traveling like an Australian, <laughs> <laughs> like, like an eight week vacation. After. I know, and
0: I also got I have two Fox News appearances this week. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That just people are shutting off the podcast.
0: <laughs> no, they get they're intrigued. What are you doing on Fox News? I did I did one show with Kennedy the VJ. Uh-huh. You ever heard of that one? She used to live around like the corner a, from me, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. In the East Village? Yeah. Yeah, you got this swanky new apartment.
1: Yeah, don't reveal where it is.
0: I would never. Um, I'm I'm just paranoid about that. I don't let people take photos in my apartment because I don't want it to reveal like really? architectural <laughs> like you.
1: He's got a blue chair. I know where <laughs> I know where he lives. I'm going to rob him. So yeah. you're doing a show with Kennedy?
0: I did that one already. It was a little weird. Were
1: you a- a guest, or do you make a yeah? No, I like, was like, I
0: was a joker guy, you know. So I'd come. It was weird. They broke up the segment, so it was like they started the show. They're talking like real serious, all Benghazi and stuff. Uh-huh. And then they like bring me in, and I sit down at the table, and then we do like a five minute segment. on I don't even remember what it was. And then I leave, and I go back to the green room, and they talk again. Like grown up style. Yeah, yeah. And then I come back out for a second round. It was really kind of strange.
1: I did that on MSNBC where they're like, uh, talking about all that. And then, I'm like, here to talk about holiday gifts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I was like oh, let's bring in Todd Barry and Eugene Merman to talk about holiday gifts. Right. Yeah, but, it's kind of weird. You so, get... have you been on Fox before?
0: Yeah, and I'm doing Red Eye, that show, the oh, late night one, tonight. And I've, that's,
1: I've done that a couple times before.
0: That one's pretty fun. It's like an hour panel.
1: So are you are you Republican? I know. I, I don't want to talk personal, but no, you well, are on Fox News. No, but I'm like. I, <laughs> or yeah, you, but like I think they have a lot of, a lot of people do. Yeah, uh, it's true. Red Eye. I yeah. think I've been asked to do Red Eye. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like. what is, don't you have to go there at three a.m. or something? No, they pre-tape. Oh, they do.
0: Yeah, it's really convenient. You they actually like what I liked about it is the first time it was my first appearance on television. Oh, really? Like three years ago. Oh. And it was an hour. You're there for the hour, and you do the whole uh, panel thing. And my first time, I was kind of nervous because it was like, oh, this is too much. But then when you do it so much, so like having done three hours of television, which I know isn't that much, but like it is, like, and especially for comedians, it's like, what do you do, five minutes at a time?
1: Yeah.
0: So you do all that, then like you get a lot. More
1: comfortable. Yeah, because when I did this MSNBC thing, it was—I don't think I'd ever done anything that was live, and this was live, and it's like, yeah, oh, this a little puts a little chill on you.
0: Yeah, like that the Kennedy show is live, but it was kind of like uh, you know, I don't—I don't know, like how much I needed to contribute. Like I think you know, people aren't there's not a lot of pressure on me to do anything. Other than I always show.
1: wonder when people like the the comedy segment of a news show. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that because I don't. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, no, your segments. Yours I like. Oh, but thanks. I think sometimes it, comedians don't come across well in those things.
0: Yeah, and I think it's bad when they uh, – yeah, I mean it's tough because sometimes they'll try to be political or they'll try to do something. And it's yeah, just I like, saw Chris I
1: Matthews talking to a comedian and it was a funny comedian, but it was, it was a little uncomfortable. Right. But, I mean, I just don't think that Chris Matthews is like – He's not setting up the ball. He's for not the... really like, hey, I have a comedian, so I'm going to shift gears here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be laughing it up. Like he was like the same intense Chris Matthews, and he brought this comedian on. And uh, so how did Fox News find out about you? I don't remember what that was. Was, was it your economics videos? Oh, yeah, I have I watched one and, of those. Yeah. Is that your own thing? What or do does someone mean? pay for that? Is that? Like, oh, I, I do it. You do it?
0: Yeah. You couldn't tell from my, that's in my apartment.
1: Oh, I don't know what your apartment looks like. <coughs> yeah, mean, but I,
0: you couldn't tell because it was just a blank wall. I feel
1: if there's any sort of edit in a video, I assume someone gave you a million dollars. there's any like special effect, we're like, oh, they cut to something else. A lot <laughs> no, of sirens happening tonight. You hear that? I know. Today,
0: It's the, it's uh, Rupert Murdoch. I heard you were talking about Fox News.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no. I watched the Austerity one because I still don't know what Austerity is. I go, oh, maybe I'll learn right. something. Did you? Um... Vaguely, but I still I'm kind of a dum dum in that about economics. I think it's like overly complicated
0: for no reason, because I don't really know that much. Like I didn't like I didn't have formal education. But then you're like, oh wait a minute! Once you just figure, once you get past all the BS, it's like the craps table at at the casino. See, I've
1: never tried to play craps.
0: What? Yeah, because they they may, they make you afraid of it. Uh-huh. Or do you go to the casino? I'm just trying to paint a picture. I'll play. Uh,
1: I'll play blackjack once in a while.
0: Okay. All right. So black, but that's that's hard. That you have to do all the math in blackjack. I don't like playing blackjack. I
1: don't. I just lose. <laughs> <laughs> I just lose, and then I walk away.
0: Right. Well, I'll do like sometimes with the craps table is the perfect analogy because it's so seemingly complicated, and it and it makes people stay away, which is kind of nice. Like you don't have you know Johnny Torres who you know is just going to mess up everything. Yeah. So that's okay. But then once you, like, know the rules, it's like, oh, this is the dumbest game. Really? There's, like, tent rules. And once you know – and it's impossible. And they speak in this lingo. They have their own jargon. So it's like when you – if you're betting on 11, you don't say 11. You say yo. Oh, Like, all stuff like this. If you bet on 12, it's boxcar, which is, like – that's what the dice look like. So it's, like, all this, like, secret (sighs) stuff. And that's how economics is, too. They just, like – they try – they build it up with their fake uh, academia stuff to – to make it seem more than it is,
1: I've been I've been the guy at the blackjack table who screws it up for, or <laughs> yeah. in quotes, screws it up because they should fuck. Because I, I, I don't know. You made some bet you're not supposed to bet on that because you know they right. all think look, I was gonna win a million dollars, but you <laughs> you said hit on thirteen or whatever.
0: I'm sure that's not the right thing, but and that's a good one. You don't hit on I think it's sixteen. Sixteen. You yeah. hit on
1: sixteen, 16 blah, blah, blah. and then someone else was like fucking told the guy to, I think it's all right. Just, you're going to be alright
0: right yeah you get you get that when people get mad at you there it's, because the, you're when you hit then the next card would have been the dealer right. or something but
1: it's still it's like the whole thing's gambling so <laughs> it's like know. if you want to make money then start a business <laughs> even that's gambling but it's not like right, it, right. it's not like hey we're all in this together really it's like you're right. we're all doing something stupid well yeah and people I know <laughs> there's a reason this place has nine towers and six casinos it's not because they're it's not because they're yeah, it's losing it's charity yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable man so so you're in New York to do Fox News yeah just you know it's fun do you have a place here still
0: no I Airbnb'd
1: ooh there's something we could talk about I've never done that I'm, I've thought of it what did you get a nice place
0: I got it. It's weird. I used to live out in Brooklyn near the Montrose stop.
1: Okay, I know that. That's like four stops on the L, right?
0: Right. Anyway, I was in this neighborhood. Everyone, Pete Holmes, Kumail, we were all on the same block. It was pretty fun times. And then that apartment, it had a layout. It had like a floor plan. It was sort of, you know... I thought kind of unique, but anyway, the Airbnb place is the identical. Oh, really? Floor, and I'm in the same like room that I basically lived so in. You're when sharing. I was here. A room with a- no, no, it's a it's a well, it's a two bedroom apartment, but it's one of those where each bedroom is an entrance so- from the hallway. Okay. And then there's a kitchen in between.
1: What about the bathroom?
0: I have my own bathroom.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So you got like a luxury,
0: right? What? Um- and it's and it's it's pretty good actually.
1: So you're in that same area.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's so like you, a block you away can, from where I least you, live.
1: You can Airbnb, and you chose to be in like remote Brooklyn.
0: Well, I got, I did, I went by price. See, these people are like, if you try to get, there's a whole market of, like, if you if you wanted to get in Manhattan or something, uh-huh. it's very difficult because most people here don't want to put their thing on Airbnb to begin with. Right. It's Like, what what would it cost? When I'm thinking of what my budget is, I'm I'm like, I don't want to pay more than seventy dollars
1: a night. Oh, is that what you're paying?
0: I'm paying less. Really? But I'll get to that. Okay. But the I, I'm saying like I don't want to pay more than seventy. But if I was going to rent my own apartment out, it would need to be five thousand dollars
1: a night. You yeah, know? I would never like I I've never understood people who can sublet their place. You know, I'm going away for two weeks. If anyone knows, <laughs> like, fucking how about it sits there for two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: it's like with the hassle and then the worry yeah, about and also like
1: just like is someone going through my shit? Is someone fucking in my bed? Right. And this is to make you know three hundred dollars. <laughs> I know.
0: So this place I found the the backstory of my Airbnb is I I was like complaining about it because I think a lot of people in Brooklyn especially they really they want like the price of uh Embassy Suites for their to share to sleep on an army cot in their yeah. in their side room, and it's like the idea being some german tourist or something wants a more authentic experience so they think they can inflate the price or whatever so there everything was really expensive and i was complaining about it on twitter yeah an airbnb just contacted me and they were like hey i'm sorry that you had like a hard experience finding an apartment uh here's a hundred dollar coupon oh really so well once that came into play
1: then you're like oh my god yeah that's that's a hundred bucks that's like mad money i can walk around with it's a little walk around money <laughs> yeah so you said so you're paying how much like 60
0: i think the room the rate is like 60 a night but then i had this hundred dollar coupon oh my god so for the week it's like 200 bucks
1: that's pretty good that's pretty good for a neighborhood that you can't walk around in and, <laughs> and there's nothing to do and that's not bad that at all Hey, if you want to kill the entire new york experience by... <laughs> <laughs> no
0: i like it that's the way the real people live
1: but i know someone who's i was talking to the other day their their friend does an airbnb Their the guys like charging night in brooklyn and right. they're like so they're, my friend was like uh, you know it's kind of high for that Everything. and the guy said no i'm going to do that and every night the thing is booked right i don't get
0: i don't what is the lord of that you can be in the hotel and, I, and i'm not I'm. I'm also like. As soon as I've been there, in the whole like week I've been there, I'm just like, "Where's this guy got the webcam hidden?" You know, "Where's yeah, like?" I'm just I mean, constantly. I just
1: don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't trust. I guess some of them are like. You look at them. They're like nine thousand great reviews, and you're like, "All right, it's probably a well-run." Right. But I just feel like the chances of the sheets being clean. I know that. I know that hotels are dirtier than we think. Yeah. But yeah, at yeah. least Holiday Inn has a system in place to clean those towels. Right, right, right. They've been doing it a long time. Right. They know what they're doing. And uh, send me a hundred dollar. Holiday, <laughs> Holiday Inn, send me a hundred dollars. Uh, Do you really get stuff, free
0: stuff, from people, or is it? I've
1: gotten some free stuff. Yeah.
0: Like what? What's uh, the best thing you've gotten?
1: Well, I, I once, I, I think the key is to write to the, like these. These sort of smaller, yeah, yeah, like awesome. I found this shaving company that makes like the shaving oil. So I tweeted at them right? and they had like 700 followers. Boom. <laughs> I got some skinny pop popcorn. What is that? Is that it's like a, smart food? But it's really good popcorn. Okay. Can, if you guys want to send me another case. Wait, they sh- they sh- is it pre-popped? It's pre-popped, but it's really good. And I forgot to ask for this black pepper flavor, which is really particularly amazing. But okay. it sounds like I'm doing a commercial, but I'm not. This is a conversation. But this is why they send it. What See, else have it I got? Uh, your
0: case to send more to you.
1: What else have I got? I got some sort of like stereo thing that's around the corner. You got a stereo? Like a thing like that streams music. Really? Uh, yeah, I got a some. Sonos. Well, I didn't get that from uh, that. I got it South by Southwest. Oh, okay. Phone is free. Really? But that's not through Twitter. But uh, wow! Recently, I did do it. I did an all-out trying to get uh, free stuff. And none of the... Th- I, I wrote to, was it Popcorners? <laughs> <laughs> Popcorners, uh, some Myers soap company. Oh, yeah. And that's a nice soap. Yeah. I said, let's go... F-. Neither of them bit. I feel like there was a third one. Oh, <laughs> Kind Bars. Because <laughs> every festival I go to, there's Kind Bars. And I was like... Yeah, they oh. So I just... I think it's sometimes, if they don't know me, it just comes across as obnoxious. Right, right, right. I mean, it is obnoxious, but it's, it's a little more lighthearted than it might come across. Right. but I do want the free shit but the best one and I've told the story was I got um, really high end moist towelettes because <laughs> I mentioned I was a germaphobe on stage and the woman in Edinburgh in the audience happened to own this like these towelettes they sell at Whole Foods for $15 a bag Wow! and she sent me 20 bags of them what? Yeah. it was a thing where like anyone who came near my apartment was like hey I have a weird gift for you <laughs> here you go Moist Jasmine outlets. scented moist towelettes. Enjoy those. Oh, those are pretty good. Wow.
0: Um You really made it out.
1: But I, I've have you ever complained on Twitter? Like,
0: yeah, the Airbnb thing. Yeah. And okay. then Oh, and then AT and T. Where they, they really got back to me.
1: Really? Yeah, where they helped me out. I just did it with the United. I was uh I normally don't like I don't like when people I mean the reason to do it is that it will skip lines. It will yeah. get you faster attention to do that. So if it's there's a practical reason, I don't do it to just throw someone under the bus. But some right. people are like, they complain about things it's like, well maybe your flight's delayed because it's yeah. you know, there's a tornado. <laughs> <in it>. Just <laughs> chill out. Yeah. But like, I had a thing with United where they were just the guy was telling me, no I don't. It's not. It's too boring. But I ended up tweeting and they're like, oh, two days later, we're sorry to hear about right. this. Uh, fill out our customer service Oh, the thing that I could have just found on my own.
0: <laughs> yeah, sometimes they don't really help. They just make the illusion. So, did of,
1: you did you uh, put did you tag them in it? Did you do at AirbnB when in the tweet? I don't remember. What well, were you complaining about? I searched. I was just like
0: these room rates are ready. I can get a hotel for. what oh, yeah, they yeah. That's all I said. Was like a matter of fact ah. thing. And then they were like, "Oh my god!" Some, you know, they have these people. They have like a team of twenty-two year olds who are on social media. And they scour, they look... And there was another thing I complained about recently. I don't, I don't remember what it was. I complain a lot, but I try to do it in a way like where I'm, it doesn't interfere with the feed, you know? Where right, and also like, you don't want to be
1: like, oh, poor guy who's comedians have a little <laughs> problem at the airport. I know, it does come off as... But I, I also, I think I wrote to Hertz once, cause they were, or Budget, because they were terrible. But, yeah, because sometimes things are just... You know, there's petty complaints, and there's like, wow, this is a true nightmare right. in context of, right. of of renting a car this is a nightmare right and then you got to go on twitter and fucking wield the the power you have <laughs> you wield the power you have on twitter i was going to tag team on a um on a mark maron tweet he i guess he mentioned some cookies goo goo clusters on stage <laughs> so i because uh, and then they sent him three boxes and he's like thanks for sending me the boxes I know, I was gonna just write to them go, hey, I heard you sent our parents <laughs> some goo clusters. Some you seem very comedy friendly cookie company. <laughs> send me two boxes, we'll we'll be fine. And then but then do you give them your address? Um I used to have Yeah, that is this the dicey part. I have a PO, I have a PO cooking oh, packages, yeah.
0: I do, I send I have them send it to William Morris.
1: Do you really? Yeah. Holy shit, that's so busy.
0: Because then you get the dual thing where you it makes the agent seem like, oh, things are happening for someone. sent him
1: a, someone
0: sent a, you know, potato chip clip, <laughs> some like stupid thing. And then, did you really
1: get a free chip clip? Because I bought two recently. Really? <laughs> I got. Obsessed, I started just been eating a lot of crunchy stuff. And
0: I just used the um, binder clip.
1: I actually have binder clips. I should you know, I, that I've never used. I should just use binder clips. Yeah. Ah, what a waste of money! It all adds up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the space is that's more of the cost. 'Cause you have to then you have to organize all your things.
1: What kind of place do you live? Why did you move to LA? Oh,
0: I have an awesome place in Los Angeles. Did you really? I moved to I which, what are you talk. I I moved to Los Angeles because um I forget what happened. Oh, I got I was at Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And then um
1: Were you a monologue guy? Yeah. Okay.
0: And uh you know, it got to a point where we just agreed creatively. It, it made more sense if I was no longer allowed in the building.
1: Really? Yes. Did it get that bad?
0: Well, no, 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 I just got fired from.
1: <laughs> oh, you did get fired. I got
0: fired. Yeah. You're
1: a good joke writer. I'm surprised. Thank you. I appreciate it. Was that. there like, was it an attitude thing, or was it just like? I don't know what it was. It was really
0: bizarre, but it was it was a funny story about it. Okay. So I kind of knew it was coming because I wasn't getting. There's two. Because you phases. weren't writing any jokes for him. <laughs> yeah, I was taking days off. <laughs> for no reason. Um, it, I wasn't. There's two phases of like the joke process there, where it's like you have a m- midday meeting where he reads like 50 jokes, and then he'll take, he would take 10 or I don't know, he would take like 30 of the 50 to rehearsal. And it was getting this weird point where, like, in the mid- midday, I wasn't getting anything in the 50 joke.
1: Oh, so 50, someone like the head writer.
0: 50 amalgamation of everybody. Someone picked those 50. Yes.
1: AD miles, probably, right?
0: Um, sometimes, but I think it it would depend on. Okay. The...
1: Someone else picked. Someone called 50. Yes. Cold. Nice. I think I used that word correctly.
0: Yeah, you did. And then, uh, so I was like, I could read the writing on the wall at that point. It was like, that's a little bizarre. Um, and maybe I was just being a bad joke writer. I don't know. But anyway, so the, and then one point they, it was Thursday and this is how I, this is how it happened. So I, I get the call, like 80 miles. It's like, Hey, can you come in Oof. to the office? You know? And the sh- the show just started. So the, they're down in the studio doing the show. So they finished the monologue and stuff. I didn't, I didn't have, a, maybe I had a joke and it was some weird thing. And then, um, I get the call, go in the 80 miles office he goes, Hey, you know, I don't think it's working out anymore. Um, I appreciate it. You know, all your time. Cause I was there for a year. It wasn't like, yeah, you know, it was kind of weird. There was some relationship. And so it was like, yeah. And you know, I kind of know this is the way it is. And I was fine with that. I, you know, it's like, all right, time to move on. And then I go back to my office and I get a box to clean out like the desk, you know? Oh
1: my God. It's like, that's just like it was. It was, but that's like when someone works at the Pentagon or something. <laughs> or something or they get they quit. They're like an armed guard will be walking you out.
0: Right, right. Well, no, there's no guard, but the 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 uh, I get the box. Yeah, and then we have a monitor in the office for what's going on in the studio. Yeah, and they're doing it's after the monologue. It's the first comedy bit, and it's country superstar John Rich. Is that is that right? I don't know. I think that's him, John Rich. And him and jimmy are wearing cowboy hats and i I get the box put put the box on my desk i start piling things in and they start singing a song it was they were doing a parody song of nbc's the apprentice which was celebrity apprentice Uh which was a hot show at the time probably still is i don't know but the you know the chorus of the song involved donald trump's catchphrase which was you're fired, oh, God. and that's what they're singing,
1: oh God, as
0: I and the monitor, as I'm cleaning my desk out, it was really funny, that's, actually, like I thought it was kind of like
1: that's kind of hilarious.
0: it was perfect, like I don't know how it could have been better, literally he's got that cowboy hat on my boss doing so you're
1: fired, it's like a soundtrack, yes, and it's, it's a
0: song playing live, and they're both of them with the country super sensation John Rich going. It was. It went. You're fired. You're fired. You son of a bitch. You're fired. That's what they were saying the, on a loop. <laughs> I was kind of hoping
1: that the story was that they were, you were they were doing a bit that you wrote. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. I um, never
0: did those ones. Just monologue jokes.
1: So, were you? Did you argue, or did you accept it immediately?
0: Uh, I accepted it. I had. It was kind of like. It was such a grind that it, it was a good job. Especially like a lot of people, you know, how there's like people who are writers, writers, and yeah. then there's comedian people, writers. Yeah. So, like, if you're a writer, writer, it's kind of the best you can do. But I didn't like being there. It was, if I was awake, I was working on that show. You know, it was really like uh, all consuming.
1: Right. You're more of a comedian.
0: Yeah. So, it was kind of like I wanted to do some other stuff. I wanted to still be able to do stand up, but it was harder. You'd wake up at like, 7.30 in the morning. Go in. Oh,
1: you have to buy three newspapers. <laughs> yeah, no. So they have them there, I guess.
0: <laughs> go down to the embassy suites, take the newspapers out of the cafe. And then uh, you're there till like 6. And then you leave, go get dinner. But then an email comes in. Hey, here's the stories we want to cover tomorrow. So then from 8 to 10, you're doing more jokes at night at home.
1: He likes a lot of jokes, I've heard.
0: So much jokes. Yeah, so you you. There's a point you like. Everyone would write like 80 jokes, like five of us, and you do like nine on the show, right? So every day it was like just such a mind um, it's numbing a lot thing. Of jokes, yeah. Because yeah, then you can't... I feel
1: like you might end up being like, "Well, I need 80. <laughs> uh, I know this one's not good, but uh, <laughs> no. it certainly takes up a slot." We're well, at, how can who are 16 jokes so far? <laughs> got 64 more to go. I
0: mean, did he say was there a specific like there was kind of a hard like rule need, about yeah, would you want to have like, like if I turned in three pages, which is like 30 jokes, I think that would have been a discussion. I mean, but I never did that. Yeah. And I just like, you can't the my the only I the system worked over there, it was just kind of draining on me. But there's a point where you're like, I can't write 80 good jokes a day, like, can't we right. accept that?
1: <laughs> right? There's no there's like no comedian can
0: How about I just give like 25 of what I think are the best?
1: And also, I mean, I'm not criticizing them because I like everyone who works over them. <laughs> but I just feel like some people, I mean, I've had writing jobs where I'm working with these guys who are like acting like they're writing and they're like, bah, bah, bah. they're doing like, a, <laughs> they're really making a show of the fact that we're like, hey, let's ramp up that bit and turn the slide in the bed. And, and I would kind of lay back and i would like, here, I just wrote a page. <laughs> and then I went and got some food. And I feel like my page is as good as that thing I right, right, just right. did a dance to for, for three hours. Right. Because I'm people are fucking better. funnier than you. I'm a genius. <laughs> I never took it that far. What did you write for? Oh, I've written for, I mean, I've written for like the VMAs a few years. Oh, okay. I did that like six times. I've written for the Cheech and Chong Roast I wrote for. That was a last minute. Really? Yeah, that was a last minute. uh gig when was that it's like three four or five years ago mm. flew me out to vegas oh nice had some really good lemon chicken that the caesars uh, rouse and, <laughs> and some peas I had like a 60 dollars dinner by myself oh my god with all that u- unexpected windfall <laughs> of cheech and chong money right the um so when you get fired is it i mean everyone a lot of people get fired right it's not like you're a not lot like, of people don't say it though Yeah,
0: a lot of people. A lot of people got fired there. Mostly, or not as long. No, they weren't there as long as I was. Um, But then they'll be like, nobody will ever admit to it, which I think is so bizarre. Especially if they're comics. Like I get like, oh, if you're a writer and you have like some weird like reputation thing. I guess it's
1: probably if you have the choice of putting it out there or not putting it out there. Right, but I don't but know. I just feel it, like who I'm cares? I'm glad you put it out there because it's some hot topic for this uh, for this podcast.
0: <laughs> so, but what are you it, gonna say? It's like, yeah, no, so I what, just left. So,
1: does your agent get like, yeah, I left? Uh, yeah, they give me a box to put my stuff. In. <laughs>
0: Yeah, a guard walked
1: me out. And they, I, was, I was handcuffed, but it's all good terms. Uh
0: it actually was. Oh, that's funny. This is why I moved to LA. I I remember because we were nominated for an Emmy that year. So I had to come back to the I went to the Emmys with them
1: after being fired. After being fired
0: like 4 <laughs> months later. It was really kind of it was so bizarre, but we were kind of on good terms. Like I still have no problem with like if if I guess A.D. Miles was the guy who fired me, but, like, I, I totally have If he was here right now, I'd be, like, fine with him. Like, I, I don't yeah. have... I hold no he hard feelings. He,
1: he did what he thought he should do. He wasn't being mean to be mean.
0: Right. And I also don't know, like, maybe he got pressure from someone else. Like, how do you know?
1: It might be a thing. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they're just like, hey, let's get new blood in there. I don't know. Right. But I don't know what or it was either. Or maybe he did a terrible job. and I could have I would have fired you after a month. <laughs> did, um... So you... So you fled to L.A. after that?
0: Well, yeah, because I was in—I was living in Midtown. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know that I can support this lifestyle on a, uh, um, you know, my soon-to-be Kinko's salary. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I guess I'm instead of because looking for—I don't know how you do it—looking for an apartment in New York is the biggest nightmare. Yeah, you it's can, a nightmare. Like, there's nothing that even equates to it, and so I was just like, I can't move back to Brooklyn, get, like, I'm, what am I going to get a roommate again? Like, it's just, I can't deal with that. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go to LA. I have some now experience in show business and there's more shows there. So that was the mentality of it. And then I I moved and that, like, the week I moved was the Emmys in, what was that, 2011?
1: You should have waited. They would have paid for your plane ticket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Would they? Yeah, I think they would have. Holy shit. That's... They put me in the Ritz-Carlton, actually. Did they really? Yeah. It was kind of nice.
1: Oh, so you'd already moved there and you stayed at... <laughs> I would have I would
0: have taken the hotel also. Like, oh, Ritz-Carlton,
1: yeah. yeah, I need a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's
0: what. the that same thing. And you yeah.
1: already had a place to live?
0: I had a place, but it was um, it, it was like a weird one-month sub Yeah, it thing. wasn't the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How many nights
0: they put you up. I think it was two. Two nights? Yeah
1: you fucking you drove home after that huh yeah so have you uh did you have to what did you do after did you have to get a job did you get another writing job
0: i did it took a while I don't remember i feel like I did little things but then i was i i went to um Whitney cummings at a talk show on e and I went and did that which was great and I thought the show was pretty good you know i didn't i didn't know her before that like the first day like our she we had a meeting before she hired me and I never met her I didn't, yeah. I didn't really know her but she was cool
1: yeah she's cool
0: and uh i thought the show was pretty good but it got that got canceled after like 13 episodes or something it was a little weird cuz it was a weekly talk show so it was kind of hard to like get the momentum on it right weekly half
1: hour it's like no yeah, one does that that is, that is unusual yes yeah, but so. i guess bill maher sort of does that right oh yeah i guess he does there you go yeah Would you want that? Would be a good show to write for, huh?
0: That would be good. Was politically incorrect weekly or was that daily? Because I I think
1: I feel like that might have been daily. Is that possible? Yeah, I think. How did he pull that off? How did you get four guests every day?
0: Yeah, isn't that bonkers?
1: Um, I think it may have been.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that would be a good show. What are you working on now? Well, I just did a, a talk show for the Discovery Channel, so I'm really, uh, you
1: know, <laughs> you wrote branching
0: them? out. Yeah. Well, I think I was I was the, I was a producer,
1: but yeah. Meaning?
0: Meaning writer, I was... They couldn't
1: legally call you <laughs> a writer or something. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> did I just spill something I shouldn't have spilled?
0: No, because okay. I was technically a producer. Okay, fair enough. Yeah.
1: What about your stand-up? Do you do a lot of sets in LA?
0: yeah. I I've, I've been trying to get into the comedy store more. So I'm like an unpaid regular there.
1: That's a place like I didn't go on stage there for the for the first time. I mean, I've only been on stage there a few times, but only regularly did I go there. I would I stayed at a hotel was right next door a couple of times. Oh yeah. The and Ann I would just Bez. walk yeah, I'd walk over there and and they were nice enough to not put me through the uh <laughs> right the, <laughs> the auditioning for, <laughs> but the hazing. I mean, not that they gave me some you know the killer spot but they they did put me right on so i guess that is a killer spot right um but that's kind of a weird fun clubhousey kind of
0: yeah it's it's cool i mean i like it i like the vibe um and but the audiences are really good there like sometimes if it's small it's tough but like if 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 you get 30 people in that room they're they're not like they're pretty good like some audiences (laughs) you go to in, in la it'd be like a club and the audience are like dumb you know what I mean? Like, you're just yeah. like, what are you guys like? Like, I'm not doing like smart material, but it's like, I need you to have something other than a dead look in your eyes. <laughs> you
1: know? Did you, Um. what about, uh, do you work at the Improv there? Not that much. Like, you? And you don't go on the road?
0: No, not really. I mean, i am tried to, but I'll go like, I, I opened for Gilbert Gottfried a couple of times and that's fun. Like, I feel like I'm good with his crowd.
1: Where'd you do that?
0: Irvine, San Francisco.
1: Is that because he knows you, or we have the same agent? Uh, it was one of those matchups. Do you have a booking agent? I, I, I
0: yeah, but I don't get booked. <laughs> yeah,
1: if you have to think about it, <laughs> that's you how might not do. have a, a booking agent. <laughs> but you're not sure whether you have someone,
0: right? I do. You have a
1: meeting it, with at some point.
0: We don't. I don't get really. I'm trying because I want to do feature stuff. I don't feel like like I think I can headline. But I don't. I don't think that's the.
1: Oh, you want to feature middle?
0: Yeah, like that's this to me like what I want to really like hit hard, because you can do the.
1: Well, tell them, tell them you want to do that.
0: I have. Isn't that tough? Like, what do I do? Uh, that's. I'm I like I'm at a dead end with the with the discussion there, and then it's hard to be like. I, I'll reach out to some friends every now and then and be like, "Hey, can I open for you on the road?" And that's always like awkward. That's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but like I don't know how else to do it.
1: Um you should just what you should do is you should uh just do it the old fashioned way send out clips <laughs> right. go do go fly to some guy who's got 30 clubs and uh, right 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 see if you can do a guest spot maybe they'll book you
0: I know yeah that's the way to do it Those... how long
1: have you been doing comedy
0: oh man I don't know 11-12 years
1: yeah it's hunting to go on the road
0: yeah I've always been kind of in the cities, and I do okay, but like...
1: Yeah, but it's just, what you going do, five-minute sets, eight-minute sets?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so much better when you do the... Uh, and I feel like the crowds are better at, when you travel. Like They are. Well, I mean, so they, they can
1: be, but it's just also, it's also, uh, you're doing a show. You know, if you're on yeah. stage for 25 minutes, and it's not just, you know, some backroom, bar. Thing. right? Not yeah, that those fun. shows aren't fun also, because they are. <laughs> i like how you have to hedge everything i do hedge everything the um
0: do you get booked at shows in town or you just show up do you bother doing like
1: oh yeah i get yeah i, I have to book myself you do i mean there are some clubs where i can walk in but it's not like it's not like i'm
0: you know not the crisp. clubs but the like you yeah know, I'll, the, I'll
1: sometimes yeah i'll have them i try not to be like Oh, I mean I will polite, show up. You know? yeah. I will show up. But I also if I do show up unannounced, I don't it's not like, oh man, he did an hour and I could go <laughs> on. It's like I did twelve minutes and you can still go on. But, right. But I'm usually pretty uh respectful and aware of the other people. But they're also you know, they're sometimes they're happy to have.
0: I heard a funny story about you. Maybe you can confirm it.
1: Is this going to something I'm going to have to cut out?
0: I, maybe I don't All know. Right. You tell me. I think it's really funny.
1: It's comedy related. Yeah. It's so not you, personal? No. Okay.
0: You come on. You went to it was your Whiplash yeah. at UCB. Yeah. Which is a hot show here in the, yeah. New York City. And uh, you walked in. Maybe this didn't happen, but you walked in and you wanted to go up. And the guy guy who runs the show, whether it was Leo or something, was like, yeah, you know, we can put you at the end. And you're like, yeah, no, I kind of want to go up earlier than that. And and then the person said, I don't know if that'd be fair to the other comics. And then you said, yeah, that's why I got into show business, because it's fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something I would have said. (laughs) But that's also a weird thing to say, like, it's not fair, like. Yeah, for also, them to say. Also, like anything I'm doing, it like I said is not going to be. It's it's like if you're going on ten minutes later than you thought you were going on. That's right. Not, that's not an injustice. But
0: it's no, Yeah, I mean, I, th- I I I thought it was so funny. And I totally. That's agree weird there. that
1: that story. I don't even know if that's true. But it doesn't. It's not so horrible that I would. Oh, well, it does sound pretty funny. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah, that happened. I don't remember it happening. Right. But it's you know said in my voice. <laughs> It's a very sharp observation. Um let's talk about Twitter before we go. Okay. Um Twitter. Sorry I'm so paranoid. I keep looking at the time because I'm so paranoid i you I've have had, a heart out? No no no. I've had I'm not looking at time, I'm looking at the little recording thing.
0: To make sure it's moving?
1: Yeah, because I've recorded entire episodes that didn't actually record. Who so was I,
0: that? Well Can you not say?
1: Yeah, I've heard I I go I always come clean. Yeah. I say this is what happened.
0: Oh, you redo it?
1: I redo it, but I don't no. which is weird because you're like, Oh, I'm gonna go over some of the same stuff. But I feel like <laughs> More I'll, polished, I'll, I'll it? announce it. I'll go, this is what happened. This is a redo. Okay. So it's not like, hey, I'm not really putting something <laughs> past yeah, them. Yeah. Although maybe I am. I don't it, I just don't know what to do in that situation. That's the nightmare of podcasting. I know when I do it, I'm a one man band. I don't have a producer sitting there. It's just me and my ten thousand dollars microphones. <laughs> $100 microphones. So you, uh, I follow you on Twitter. Good tweets. How did you get the lightning bolts on the side of your, is that just an emoji? Type? Yeah, it's
0: an emoji. You can add, there's certain ones that you can put in your name.
1: Because <laughs> it's funny because it shows up and there's like these blue yeah, yeah. emojis next to you. It's like, what is that? Is that a level of verification I'm not aware of? <laughs> no, I'm not verified. God. God, that's like.
0: That's the next step.
1: That's what you, That's the goal. That's how you know you've made it. That's how you know that you've made it. Or you're someone took care of that for you, right?
0: There are people who have it. and You're like, who's this guy? Yeah, twenty I, I, followers.
1: They, yeah, just I've seen them where it's like a hundred hundred cent. Maybe, maybe you jumped the gun on the verification <laughs> thing. Maybe it's not necessary. Do you right. seem to? Uh, you seem to have a, uh, and I, I have a problem with this also the, the the sanctimony of some people's Twitter feeds. Oh right, right, right. I, uh, yeah, sometimes it's just too much for me.
0: Right. I think that's more like – is that the L.A. people more than anywhere?
1: I just – It's I, like, God, it's God, little, every
0: time something happens in the news, it's like
1: – And it's also – I don't know. I also feel like some of these people, it's just it's just easy enough to do a little tweet. And also, like, right. you're, they're like – they'll talk about some issue. Like, hey, uh, you know what? I can't articulate this. But they'll talk as if they're talking to someone who's done an injustice, as if they're listening. Right, right, right. (laughs) Like, hey, bakery that won't make a cake for gay people. (laughs) They're not following you on Twitter. so, And you're not going to
0: talk them into it. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's just to, like, present their own.
1: I think it's to pat themselves on the back. Yeah. That's how I try to stay out of that shit.
0: But that's, like, that's so endemic, though. That's, like, and you can't. It's hard to criticize it, but it's so easy. My bigger problem with it is that you're not taking any risk in this. It's just like, oh, you you have some opinion that everyone you know agrees with already, and you feel like you have to say that now. Yeah. It's like, a, who cares?
1: Grandstanding, I think, is the word. Yes. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Do you ever get grief because you've, uh, you've spoken like, out against them? Um, Not really, but I have. I feel like I have...
0: I think my... It, it comes out and I, I, uh, I don't know. I lose followers a lot. <laughs> do you? That's Everyone loses think. followers. I'm, I'm constantly like other people who've started with me. where well, you have kind of the same followers. They've outpaced me three to one, you know. I that just, is I the thing about grow. preachy
1: tweets, though. Like, it's so much harder to write a funny tweet than it is to write a, a preachy right. tweet.
0: Oh, and you get the retweets on the preachy ones. Yeah. Like, I did do one. It was kind of a joke. I don't remember what it was about something that was kind of preachy and I, everyone started retweeting it. And then I got like followers and that. One time Ann Coulter retweeted a joke of mine that I think she didn't understand or <laughs> I didn't understand the joke. Like somehow I'm like, how did this happen? And I got all that kind of thing. And I so just... you got
1: her her awesome followers?
0: <laughs> I guess. It was so weird. But then they been... leave. They'll leave. That's the problem.
1: It's like, I'll get this bump and then they go They're way like back a... down. He had that one tweet I like, but he's not for me. I gave him a shot. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what that tweet was on I mean, it? I have no it. idea. I don't
0: because it wasn't even like, I just thought it was like a joke about Mitt Romney, maybe? It was like, remember oh. the election was when everyone was knee deep in that stuff? It was like, Jesus, get over it, you guys. You had, none of you even vote. You're not even <laughs> registered to vote. <laughs> You're
1: all drunks. You're all, you're all crystal meth addicts. Yeah. I just made that up. Just I took what you said. I got really extreme with it. Yeah, you heightened it. Is there anything you're working on that you want to... Uh, this is the wrap-up plug segment. Wrap-up
0: plug? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I'm trying to get a tour together, and so that would be good, but I can't really plug it until I get the dates going.
1: Oh, so you are going to go on the road.
0: Yeah, but that's more like a self-produced type of thing where I'll get like four comedians going and we'll do like those little smaller kind of like not club but like yeah, you know, the yeah. little theater That's type what things I do. yeah I think it's just a little easier to get the
1: ball when, rolling when um, can you tell me the other comedians uh, or is
0: it too uh, early they're or? like they're being weird about it so I I, I want to like I, I need to get everything you don't
1: want to jinx it yeah you want to go hey I'm going on a tour with this 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 person this person this yeah. person then they're like oh yeah no, I can't make it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I don't want to do you have do any that. dates booked
0: no not yet but we have the um i have this guy who's like a um i don't know if i guess you'd call him a promoter or something and he's gonna like try to f- negotiate all the stuff when all you know it's it seems like it's working I you know, mean your booking way.
1: agent's not doing this
0: he's involved but not really <laughs> well i look forward to this tour thank you we should have you on it todd Berry's gonna be on the tour but I'd be like I'd be like the the guy, it would
1: be like, oh, ninety nine percent of the budget has to go to pay Todd. He's <laughs> <laughs> the draw. I know, that's true. Twitter. What's your website? Is davidangelo.info, dot info? Huh? Yeah, you know why? Because when we MTA
0: dot info, you know that website for the subway in yeah. New York. Here, I was like, oh, they were the first dot info. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I guess this is going to be the next big thing, and that's literally the only other website that I know that does dot info. But mine is
1: like, you know. It's kind of funny, though, to say .info. Yeah, and Was, it's my email. So I and... guess .com .com wasn't available.
0: No. Nothing is ever available with my name for whatever reason. Do you have to buy yours sometimes
1: from people? Have you ever done no, that? No, I've just, I've latched onto it early, and I just keep renewing it.
0: So every time a new social media comes out, you have to, you register?
1: I do. I've gotten, uh, yeah, I got Todd Barry on Twitter. I got, uh. Are you on Etsy. No, I got, to, you know what I am on? Just because I, because I, there is a thing of me where I'm like, I got to just get, jump on this, at least get my name in there in case, <laughs> like, I do have a Pinterest page <laughs> where I would just post p- pictures promoting my shows. Right. <laughs> I still don't even know what people do on Pinterest. Yeah, I don't know either. I've never been there. And your Twitter is David, is it just David Angelo or is it David? It's Mr. David Angelo. Mr. David Angelo. Yeah. David Angelo. Mr. David Angelo. Mr. David Angelo. Mr. David Angelo. Look for his upcoming tour with some mysterious guests. <laughs> <laughs> are
0: any cities booked? Uh no, but I th- I think it I think the comedians are all very funny. It's going to be good. Okay. So
1: there's a little bit of a tease. It's that's not really tease. like
0: Yeah, we don't have the tour yet. It's not like I'm just on mentioning. Friday
1: this is going to happen. No, that's why I can't give a real good plug for it. But David Angelo, a funny guy. I've seen him do stand up. You should do like you should be doing spots on TV like Conan and shit. Have you uh, ever auditioned?
0: I got a tape in play right now. We'll see what oh, happens. I think you,
1: yeah, because you got good short jokes.
0: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. We'll see. I don't know. I've never done it.
1: I think it's going to happen.
0: Thank Have you. they looked at it? Yeah. They like it? I got some notes, but it was mostly just about time.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, I think so. Thanks, David. David Angelo, everyone. Yeah, that's another Todd Berry podcast. Done. Um... I've got some tour dates that you might want to know about. Canada, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. This Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the 17th through 19th of July. I'll be at the Comedy Bar, which is a great place in Toronto. Then I'm going to do crowd work shows at the Just for Last Festival in Montreal on the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. The 25th through the 28th, I'll be on the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival Cruise, which goes to the Bahamas. I don't know if you can still get tickets for that, but... It's going to be fun, so hopefully you got tickets to that. Otherwise, you'll find something else fun to do that night. In August, I'm going to the Midwest. August 19th, Firebird in St. Louis. 20th, Kansas City at the Alamo Draft House. 21st, Omaha at the Slowdown. August 22nd, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. My first South Dakota visit and show at the Orpheum Theater. The 23rd, I'll be in Fargo, North Dakota. At the stage at Island Park. Then on August 24th, my first trip to Bismarck, North Dakota, the capital. You know that. At Dakota Stage Playhouse. Then in October, oh my god, October 18th, Stockholm, Sweden. October 20th, Boom Chicago in Amsterdam. I know. Does not sound like a place I'd be in Amsterdam, Boom Chicago. Then I'll be at the Sugar Club October 23rd at in Dublin, Ireland. I have some other dates that I'm going to be adding soon so go back to my website toddbarry.com click on shows I have a special out the Crowdwork tour it's all crowd work no prepared material seven cities only five dollars on Louis C.K.'s website and uh what else is there? oh Feral Audio are the people that put this website this website this podcast out and uh You should go to feralaudio.com, check out all their other podcasts. Chelsea Peretti's on there, Steve Agee, uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, Brody Stevens. I didn't mean to say what's his name in a shitty way, but I just was struggling to remember someone else, and then I remembered Brody Stevens, who's no what's-his-name. He's a good guy, and really funny. Check it out, everyone. We'll see you soon. Thanks, bye.